0: Is the e commerce coffee break, the podcast dedicated to Shopify store owners who want to optimize their business?
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the E-Commerce Coffee Break. Today, we want to talk about data segmentation. Now, obviously, data the most important part of any e-commerce business, and um, it becomes more difficult the faster your business grows to really find the data points where you can make an educated decision on. So therefore, with me today is John Chow. He is the CEO and co-founder of a data marketing platform called Segments by Trestle at Trestle.co. John has more than 16 years of experience in data science. He's a former LinkedIn data science and has thousands of hours experience with data science and predictive modeling. With segments by Tresel, John helps nowadays Shopify brands increase marketing ROI with one-click segmentation paired with actionable insights. Segments is built to give you analytical powers, so you can uncover the hidden insights and take action. via pre-built segmentation to grow your business. What that means in detail, we will find out today. And therefore, I will welcome John now. Hey, John, how are you today?
0: Doing great. Thanks for inv- having having me, Klaus.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. John, give me a bit of a background. Where are you coming from? What's your background? What got you into data science?
0: Yeah, so I've uh, I have a math and statistics background. Um, you know. Um, I've been doing data science for about 16 years. So after um, getting my master's from Stanford, I started working in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, started actually in retail data science. So we were building like price optimization, demand forecasting models for like um, Walmart, Best Buy, targets of the world. Um, You know, that's where I got my start, sort of cut my teeth on like a lot of the uh, predictive models sort of out of school. Um, So did that for about six, six and a half, seven years. Our company was bought by IBM. Uh, so I stayed about like another year after that and I, I, I moved to a marketing agency. Um, you know, I, I did a lot of social media, predictive models, uh, predicting box office DVD sales for you know, Warner Brothers, Sony, um, using Twitter and Facebook data, um, you know, a little bit of sentiment analysis, a little bit of like predictive uh, you know, likes and shares. After that, I, um, my true passion was still back in tech. So I uh, had an opportunity to, to join LinkedIn. On their sales solutions team, so I joined as a uh, senior manager for data science, and I was there for about four years, uh, building you know more machine learning models for sales marketing teams. Um, this is also where I realized sort of um, how powerful data is. Like I, I, I had a opportunity to see firsthand how the best people in the world are using data for like transformative like growth. Um, and so this is where I like you know really wanted to make my mission to help more people unlock this data power.
1: Okay, so what brought you up to the idea for Segments? Is there not enough data within
0: Shopify itself? Why would you need more data? It's the opposite. It's actually the opposite. Um, it's just because the data is already available, right? Like there's so much data already available within Shopify and within some of your marketing apps, but it's just not being brought to you. It's not connected, right? And that's that's really why um, it's hard to make decisions. Um, and the idea for Segments was, was born out of so it's something that we used to do at LinkedIn, which is um, our marketers are like so spoiled, right? Like they have a huge data team uh, giving them everything that they needed. And so we used to do this, uh, a lot of segmentation based off of, um, we would say like behavior segmentation, right? What do they do on the site? What are the things that they give you on, on LinkedIn? Uh, which posts they liked, all these engagement data. So we need to figure out how to distill like, you know, thousands and thousands of attributes into a few like predictable scores to predict, um, you know, who's going to open this email, who's going to convert on this campaign. Um, you know, out of five hundred million members, you just can't email everybody anymore, and so, um, you really needed to prioritize, and that's what it is. It's segmentation is really just getting to a list of customers that are like sorted based on the purpose that you're trying to achieve. And so that got me to, to this idea of segmentation uh, and segments for Shopify.
1: So if I understand you right, it's about asking the right questions and then getting to the data and not the
0: other way around. Having the data and then not knowing what to do with it. Is that right? It is a bit of both. It's a bit of both, right? Because I what I've learned through my career is... Um, the interaction between most, most of us, most people with data is not a natural one. And you just can't make everyone a data scientist. It's just not something that uh, you can do. But if you are able to summarize the information effectively and present it in the meaningful way, like intuitive way, most people are comfortable making the decision based on the insights that you give them, right? So it's almost doing all of that pre-work to help more people understand what it takes to be data driven, um, and I think that's the problem today. It's just you have a lot of tools, you have a lot of apps, you have a lot of charts and numbers and tables that you, as a person, can't figure out, and most analysts probably can't even figure it out. But it's because you haven't put in the work, right? Like I feel like if you did that, I, you know, I, I you know, most of our customers would would probably attest to this that that our dashboards help them can make make decisions much easier, and that's I think that's the difference.
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, I work more mainly with small and medium enterprise clients. Obviously, they don't have a data science team behind it. And mm-hmm. how can they find out or how can they uncover the hidden opportunities in their business with segments?
0: So take email, for example, right? Like a lot of our customers um, use a couple of popular uh, email services on the uh, Shopify platform, right? You know, the usual suspects like you know, Klaviyo, Active um, ActiveCampaign, MailChimp, and so on and so forth. Um, Most most of these tools already have some segmentation abilities built in. Like you can create a list, you can give it a rule, and then they'll do these things for you, right? automated campaigns. So people ask me, it's like, why do I need the segments? Um, Well, segments really help you figure out why you need to segment and how to segment. (coughs) And that's sort of the difference is that we have a lot of um, pre-built segments that are out of the box, which is plug and playable. Um, and it gives you the data around the story for your customers, so that you know what to segment. Um, and this is that's that's kind of the reason why.
1: Talking about customer lifetime value, what's yeah. your take on that? How does it help?
0: This is it's one of those things that everyone's heard of, but no one really knows how to calculate it, <laughs> and it's like really complicated. Um, I've heard probably like at least. A dozen different sort of variations of customer lifetime value. People say LTV or CLV. Uh, we chose to stuck with CLV, but CLV is really important because it tells you um, that it's not about just the first purchase. Right? It's just not a. It's not only about first uh, first order AOV or like all these things. It's about like repeatability and incrementality, extending the customer journey. Right? Like we, we use internally, we use like a two year forward looking one uh, based on your source data, and it. it when we talk about CLV, I talk about the opportunity for our brands to to build a more green, meaningful relationships over you know multiple years with the customer, right? It's like, you know, it, it's not a secret that most customers, most of our brands actually don't turn a profit on the first purchase, right? Because you got to you know give that money to Facebook, give that money to Google, right, and and whatnot. Um, but it, you you, the, you start to make money after the, probably maybe the second and third purchase. So a lot of our strategy. Uh, is a stru- a structured around getting people to the second and third purchase. Um, because we do have data to back it up. Like every time people who make, you get them to the second purchase, they're like 60% more likely to buy, to buy just the, another uh, time. So uh, and it kind of plateaus around order six. So that's kind of what it is. Like it's like, I want to talk about customer life about in, in terms of extending that customer journey and helping people uh, come back to the brand time and time again.
1: mm mm-hmm. Now oh, you say you have about 30 prepared um, segments already coming with Trestle. Give me some examples of what's coming out of the box.
0: Uh, so the, the first one we usually talk about is like a lifecycle segmentation, right? So um, uh, like post-purchase campaigns, like a lot of uh, customers maybe have this um, as a pre-built or as a default kind of coming out of your email service platforms, but nobody really took the time to understand like, are those times sort of right for my store, for my customers? Um, And that's where we, I think, immediately can help add value is to um, restructure this uh, lifecycle grid as like a a number of purchases down the vertical axis. And then we have um, time since last order on on the horizontal axis, right? So we basically create like a grid of like 12 lifecycle stages. And what this really helps is like, well, immediately you can, sp- you have a bird's eye view of how many customers are currently sort of at risk who have bought one time and haven't bought for like S- X number of days. And, you know, my first question is like, well, like, you know, what would you like to do? Right. Like, you know, clearly they're like, oh, I don't want them to churn. And so like, maybe we can give them an offer. Right. Um, or all the people who have churned, for example, like pe- people who um, um, churned loyals, so for example, people who have bought three or more times but now hasn't bought something for over, let's say, you know, uh, it's different p- per store, right? But let's say it was like 180 days or whatever. So then we would say, okay, well, you can take this group of customers, right? Now you can sync it across your different channels, right? You can send them email, send them a text, give them a retargeting campaign on Facebook and, and sort of retarget them again on Google, right? Like, so now you can really deliver a consistent experience to the same list of customers across different channels, that feels consistent sort of and, and for many of the customers that's like for the first time they're able to do that and that's actually um sort of uh they really um if they feel like it's, it's a big um, big difference
1: mm-hmm. so obviously you're pulling a lot of data from different platforms in um to give a bigger picture than a single platform could do that on its own what kind of platforms do you connect to
0: so we focus on um, what well we. No, the first thing is we want to be um, sort of everywhere our 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 brands are on, right? Like as soon, as long as they have some sort of API integrations, um, then we want to like basically connect to those. But right now we focus on um, the, the main ones are email, SMS, uh, Facebook, and Google, right? Just because that's like, um, well, I would say probably ninety-five like percent brands are using either one of those four, right? Or mo- sometimes more than more than one. Um, Besides that, I think the it's it's been become more and more popular. Are subscription apps. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our customers are using subscription apps or, or introducing subscriptions uh, to their customers. Um, the other one will be like loyalty and so on. So review um, these ones. Actually, uh, it's it's been been hot on a roadmap. Um, and then there, there's like a few payment options, like like sort of after pay or like buy now pay later options. I think those ones are just like. Those are like your, in your stack, right? In your technology stack, your marketing stack, and then you want to just sort of bring that data in so that you can see how that change you know, your customer behavior. Is people using Afterpay, for example, have a lot higher lifetime value? Do people give five-star reviews? Do they come back and purchase more? Like Those are the questions that are sort of on, on everyone's mind that it's, it's, they want to answer, uh, but really couldn't today.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously, a marketing platform or a science platform, as you have, is giving a, a lot of benefits to store owners. Uh, so they get information they otherwise wouldn't have. What would you recommend to someone again coming from a small or medium enterprise sized business getting started with it? They're coming completely fresh, fresh mindset. Want to get started? Where do need de- Where do they need to start with? Just
0: as a tip from your side. For sure, yeah. I think the. I feel like. When I talk to customers, I still, I do um, probably like three, four or five calls a, day, a week sometimes. Um, I feel like there's a sense of like, they're just not sure, right? It's like, it's like I want to do it. I want to segment my customers or even I give them these options. If they're still like, I just don't want to make a mistake. Right, so a lot of times it's like, cause they feel like if they make a mistake, you know, on, on, on Facebook, it's actually probably more, very costly cause it's very expensive to make a mistake. But like for email segmentations, the, the risk is actually uh, lower, right? Because like the email you send actually doesn't really cost any money. And so like we are there to kind of help to guide them through it. Like that's that's the first thing is like, um, we're Shopify Plus certified, you know, our, our our data is good and we are here to help, right? Like that's the first thing I want to say is like, we are compassionate uh, and we want to make data more human. So. That's what I try to bring to the table every single time I have conversations with our customers. Is just try to create a trust, right? That that segmentation is 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 safe. This isn't some black magic. This is something that people have done for for decades, right? And to to great effect. Um, so for people who want to start first time, uh, what I typically introduce is the life cycle, right? Just like, just talk about life cycle because it's really easy to understand. Just like you have people who have one order and have not bought for this amount of time. You know, you want to do something with that. We show you a purchase timing graph to show you where the elbow points are like in people's purchased um, uh, life cycle. And so, you know, okay, well, like if they're just bought something, I can probably find something to say to them, right? Like maybe some reviews or like examples of other people using the product, some maintenance or maybe a, a founder letter or a video. Um, you know, encourage them to buy some other things that, that people usually buy, um, complementary products. Like that's, that's sort of like the active stage. And then during the at-risk stage, like, okay, you, you know, you, you start of worry a little bit, right? Like you, maybe you give them a little bit more urgency, co- uh, offers, frequency of emails go up a little bit. Maybe there's an offer they can't resist sort of towards the end. Um, when they churn sort of like after like about 13 weeks or so, they don't open emails um, you got to do something different, right? Like, so in that case, maybe it's a remark retargeted campaign on Facebook or on Google. Uh, so they know like, you're still sort of like, Hey, say like on the side, but Hey, can you come back? Um, you know, but they're not opening emails, right? So just try different things at different stages um, and, and just to see how that uh, goes out for you. And I think that's, it's not that scary. Like if segmentation like is really a, a tool uh, that everyone can leverage Um to, to great success, right? Like we, we see even Cladio has this case study saying like on highly segmented campaign, they see conversions double, right? Like hundred percent higher. So that is just something that I think I want to help um, all of our SM, SM, SMBs and, and, and brands to figure out like what is the, the thing to do for segmentation? And it's not that scary. Like you can trust the data, like you just, you just need some help.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I, like, I like the approach of making data human. Um, I think that takes a lot of fear away. And also the idea of saying data is not evil. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, it's, it's good for you. It's good for your business. It's actually good for your clients yes. because they get the information at the right t- point in time when they mm-hmm. need it. So you're actually adding something to the table there with doing the right data work on your side. So I like this really a lot. Um, where can people find out more about Segments by Russell?
0: So we're on the Shopify App Store. So we've been on Shopify App Store since um, 2019. Um, so that's just you know, seg- um, apps.shopify.com slash segments, S-E-G-M-E-N-T-S. Uh, you can also find it on our website, trestle.co. Um, and we are on the Shopify Plus um, app, uh, app Partner page as well.
1: Okay. I will definitely add the links to the show notes so that everyone can try it out. Talking about trying it out, do you have any kind of trial version, any kind of how long do each people sign up immediately or how does that work? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we have a 14-day uh, free trial. So uh, you can uh, install the app and then when you after, after you finish the data onboarding process, it'll ask you to choose a plan to trial and then you get 14 days uh, to try the plan.
1: Okay. I had a look at the app and I can highly recommend it. I think it really adds to your business, adds to your customer service, adds to on on different levels, just on not seeing it as an analytics tool, just seeing it as a business tool that brings something to your business to grow it, to bring people back, to really find out what's happening in your business. Thanks so much, John, for your time. I really appreciate a lot of good tips in there and hope to talk to you soon.
0: Sounds good. Thanks, Klaus, for having me. Take care. Bye.
1: Bye. Hey Klaus here. If
0: you're a Shopify store
1: owner and you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed and not sure what to do next to grow your business, you struggle to convert traffic into sales or turn website visitors into buyers and you want to like have direct access to a mentor who can assist you with your store strategy, offer, marketing, sales and anything else you need, then I would like to invite you to apply for my Get Conversions program where I show you how to remove the guest work out of growing your Shopify business and create clarity to optimize your business for maximal growth and profit. It's a application-only program. To apply, go to my website klauslauter.com to learn more. And finally, please do not forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And I would be grateful if you would leave a quick, honest rating and review over at Apple iTunes. It's a huge help and allows me to reach more people with the podcast. Thanks in advance and until next time at the e-commerce coffee break.